got real upset in Hobby Lobby. I had a little breakdown. So I called Mr. Kelly. And while on the phone with him, I said, all I want to do is lay in my bed and eat chocolate chip cookies. y'all that like snot i could feel the snot coming was it out like of bubbling out of no i was like i gotta go to the bathroom and blow my nose there's a lot of snot and he's like just pop it on your shirt and i was like i got a bodysuit on <laughs> oh god and he's like, Hey y'all, welcome to Kitty Whispers, episode Dirty 30. Yes it is. (laughs) Yay, we love a Dirty 30. A good one too. Yep. How was your Dirty 30? Like what'd you do for your 30th? uh, I had a themed party. It was a... You know I love a themed party. Oh my gosh, it was a good one. (laughs) It was uh, like the Roaring Twenties. I love that. Going out with a bang. Yeah. Ooh. And so... Bang, bang. Like... Think like a Great Gatsby yeah. kind of style, like so flapper and dapper, flappers oh. and dappers. Yeah, I mean everybody's like some people dress like mobsters and like the guys. I had a rest in peace, my friend Paul. He dressed up like Babe Ruth. Yeah, um, I love that. Yeah, I I loved it too. It was a lot, someone dressed like Charlie Chaplin. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I. uh I went to Vegas for the first time Ooh. on my Dirty 30. So my older brother, shout out Bubba. <laughs> he took me and two of my dearest friends to Vegas. And it was the first time I'd ever taken an edible. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Y'all, I didn't realize, like, one of my very best friends, she's a little more advanced, like, experienced when it comes to like edibles and doing those things so when we got to Vegas we just were like you go get it whatever and we'll do whatever you get whatever so she hands me the gummy and doesn't tell me they're 20 milligrams Mm -hmm. a piece and so I just did the whole thing and so by the time we got to dinner Audrey was blitz. It wasn't good. I didn't even realize it had hit me. I had these sequin pants on and I'm just like rubbing my legs dramatically. <laughs> my friend Michelle was like, why are you petting your pants, Daydre? And I was like, oh shit, I didn't know it was. But uh, yeah, that's that, funny. That was, that was a wild start to the trip, but very good times. How many times have you been to Vegas? Once. And I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not... I'm just, I mean, I guess after 30, I think I'd been already all partied out. I wasn't looking to just like, I mean, I love to get dressed and go to dinner and like do all those things, but I, I, I'm not a big gambler. The shows were fun, but it's nothing that just toots my horn yeah. a whole lot. So. I've only been once myself. Um, we should go together. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think if I went I'd want to go, I'd be like the old lady there. I'd want to go see some shows. Oh, and for like sure. Do. That, well, and that's what I want to do. I'm like, I want to go to a, an adult an adult show. Like, I want to do all the things. But I don't know. We all just got so stoned on these dang animals. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was only there for like three or four days. Or and two, that's or two a lot. Or maybe two or three days. But we stayed at the Venetian. It was very nice. But I went with my parents. Oh. And much my dad is a good time, but oh, for sure. uh, and my ex, it was pre children, and so I mean it was okay. It just wasn't. I remember thinking I was like, these are casinos are real big. It's dirty outside. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot, and it's in the middle of the desert. Like driving up from the airport, I was like, this is it. <laughs> I wanted to go see like the like uh, the big dam. Yeah, and stuff. I think I would have enjoyed if we would have planned to like go do like active things outside of Vegas. 
I think I would have enjoyed that. So. You know where I want to go next or like where I really want to go soon mm-hmm. is I want to go to the Grand Canyon. Yes. And I want to do like a helicopter ride like. Oh, she's wanting to go fancy. I'm just like, yeah, let's just I mean, go I want to go. Let's just walk out to the ledge and take some pictures. <laughs> I want to do both. <laughs> she's I like, wanna... we're going on a helicopter ride. I mean, it sounds fun. It does sound so much fun. I mean, I couldn't I, I couldn't imagine I mean I guess being in a helicopter you'd get to see like through it yeah so much well and there's like parts where you can go rafting which sounds really cool that sounds terrifying <laughs> I just river white white that's hard to say white water rafting just sounds for the most extreme like adventure person and I just can we just do like a mellow canoe trip like that sounds do we have to, to fight for our lives so when i was <laughs> like, a kid we used to do whitewater rafting in colorado and i loved it and but you get a pick like i mean they know which parts yeah, of the it's river like, go are left and it's calm go right and you're holding on for dear life <laughs> yeah. but uh experienced people only right and so <laughs> being in a canoe sounds very scary because there's more problematic things if i'm in a raft with 10 other people i feel a little bit more secure cure because it's bigger i mean i guess that's true because i mean if you're in there with 10 people that could potentially try to save you if the the boat capsizes yes. like i don't know i don't either but i'm I, just a big old chicken these days like if there's potential for me to lose my life which is every day when i get in my car to drive i just i'm just not about it yeah i agree i understand mm-hmm. would you ever go skydiving fuck no, no, I couldn't even fly in cheerleading. I could not be a flyer in cheerleading because I had, I, I, I do not want to see me falling to oh. the earth. No, would you? No, I can't. I think I would do the parasailing like where they, yeah. like, I think I would love that, which people died in that too. And I'm like, how I they, made my, they are in water. I made my girls go parasailing while we were in Florida last year. I didn't go, but they did. Would you do bungee jumping? I, think, I wouldn't do that either. Okay. So one of the scariest risky things that I've ever done, and this is actually one of the best dates that I've ever been on. Uh, <laughs> I used to go out with this guy and he's like, every time you go out with me, my goal is to make sure it is the most unique best date you've ever been on. One of those was, how do you keep topping those though? Well, um, he, he did a good job several <laughs> times. This one uh, was the best one and it was not the last. So, I mean, he didn't, he didn't top it the, the he, next he time. He didn't, but it was really good. Uh, he took me to the Gravity Park in Dallas. Oh, so it's like the and it was the indoor skydiving. No, it was. Uh, it's called Gravity Park, Gravity Zone, something like that. But they take you up on this scaffolding, uh, sixteen stories high, mm-hmm. and you're literally like going up. You're you're strapped into a harness that has a weight underneath your butt. And then they lean you out over like this, this hole and you literally just fall like, and they unclip you and you free fall 16 stories down. And then I think on the third, where the third floor is, you hit a big net and that net you literally, because the, the gravity mm-hmm. and the speed that you're falling at, I think you fall at like, it's like 60 miles and it's something like crazy. Like yeah. you, you fall. It gives you that like adrenaline rush. Well, I thought I was going to die uh, right at the time that I thought my heart was going to stop. I hit the net like I literally like this is it. I'm going to hit the ground and splatter and die. Hey, I think they say like the people that dove off the towers. Uh-huh. I think they said they more than likely died on the way down from yeah. like a stroke or something. So I, they must have done some studies because they have the net catch you right before that point. But I literally thought I was going to die. He did not do a great job as far as telling me what to wear because it was in November. And I said, what do I wear? And he said, whatever is fine. So what I wore a short dress and high boots. They were flat boots. Thank God. Were but, people looking at you when you walked in there? Uh... <laughs> Probably like, she didn't get the memo so, of where they were going. Yeah. So we, we went to dinner. He's not a drinker. We went to dinner and he takes two shots of tequila and he's acting 
like so nervous. And I'm like, okay, where are we going? Like, what is going on? We're over here off of Harry Hines. I, what are, where there ain't no telling when you're on Harry Hines. Where are you taking me? And then he's like, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. I'm like, okay. But I was down. And so we we pulled in and yeah. And so they, they literally strap you in. You go all the way up on this thing. It's almost like an elevator to the very top. And then you free fall. You can search Wait, on YouTube. So do they allow you to like tell them when you're ready to drop or do they just do it yeah i mean like he he gave me a count like that you stand i don't think it's like I, a big would, square. I think i would be like nope you're just gonna have to do it and then they swung they swing you over so now you're facing the guy and your butt is hanging over the opening and the weight is so that you don't topple it so you fall right and i remember he was like are you ready and i was like no and he's like are you ready and i was like no and he goes i'm gonna give you a count and then i'm gonna let you go and i said okay and he goes one two three and he let me go on three and I want to cry just thinking about it. And so I did that. And, but it was, as soon as it was over, I wanted to do it again. I know I didn't, but I felt, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I felt very accomplished. Alive. Yeah. I felt so alive. I think that's what these adrenaline that I used to date a guy and he was my high school boyfriend in to college. Shout out Graham. He was an adrenaline junkie. Like he lives for that like high of adrenaline. So he would do the skydiving and the bungee jumping. And, and I was like, I'm never going to be that girl. Mm-mm. I am never going to be that girl that wants to Mm-mm. do those things with you. So, I mean, it was, um, so knowing that feeling, it was absolutely amazing. It was such yeah. a rush. But uh, you don't want to do it again. But I was like, I felt real happy I did it but I was like yeah I'm good you know yeah. I think once we, is enough yeah I think we did like the swinging thing that they have a six flags after uh, I was like oh but that but after that everything else is underwhelming yeah but you know where we went after a strip club yes. good god who is this is this the same uh this was uh who the- are these people that are like let me take you on this wonderful date and wine and dine you and then take you to a strip club like well, he like I wouldn't he, say that's romance. Well, no, it was actually. I mean, it was for what it was. It was like uh, we were over there, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I thought you were going to take me to strip club." And he goes, "Well, that wasn't the plan, but do you want to go?" And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Have you ever had a lap dance before?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "Well, we're going to add it to the list." And I said, "Okay." We literally walked inside. He let me pick out a girl, yeah. and then it, we got a couple's lap dance, and then we peaced out. And I've had one lap dance. And the couple's lap dance was fun. I, the couple Shh. couple's lap dance, that doesn't sound fun to me. It would be like if a chick was dancing on, I don't know. If it was me and you, yeah. But if it's my guy, no, I just, I've had a lap dance. She was probably one of, and this is what kind of, I don't know. She was probably one of the most beautiful girls I've ever seen. And she was 19. And I'm over here getting this lap dance. I didn't request it. It was forced upon me, but she was amazing. She was like, I've already, I saw you when you walked in. I think you're so beautiful. And I'm like, you're, you're so beautiful too. You really don't have to do this. It's okay. (laughs) She's like, no, I want to. And I was like, I'm sure you do, but, but really. And then in my mind and in my HR brain, I'm like, so what is your plan long term? (laughs) While she's grinding her cute little butt on me. Are you doing this for for college money? Do you plan to do this? And I mean, she was like for the in it for the long haul, which shout out. Go for it. Y'all make a lot of money. I get it. Yeah. But um, I mean, it was a great dance. She was real fit. It was a great dance. It was a great dance. I was I, I was working out a lot at the time. And so I remember I was so impressed with how strong they were up on the pole. Athletes, y'all. And so I was telling her that like, that's where my brain, I was like, God, what do you do? What's your workout? And like the guy was like, <laughs> no, you know what? So. They 100% should start recruiting like colleges and 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 athletic teams should start recruiting at the strip clubs because I have seen some women on that large pole literally tumble down the pole and land in the splits. And if that is an athlete, like I'm always impressed with the upside down twist. Oh, and they do like and I know I the would pool break spins. my neck. Yeah, I went. So I went to Miami and like I've heard they have the prettiest strippers yeah I went like seven six seven years ago I don't know I'm old now so it all feels like two or three years ago and uh we went to Miami and one of the girls that I was with was kind of she like she made France and so 
he was like, do y'all want to go to Club 11? Which is like, at the time, it was like the brand new, it was the largest strip club in the nation. Wow. And uh, it was also like one of the, like, usually there was a wait list, things to get in. How many strippers were like, okay, let me, let me tell you about this place. Yeah. For a second. You walk inside. First Mm -hmm. of all, when they say no cell phones, they mean no cell phones. No damn phone. No phone. I, I was so amazed by this woman. She was coming down a three-story pole. Yeah. Because the, the strip club was three stories. And this one pole, main stage, went all three levels. And I took out my phone and a little and a security guard, not a little, a big old man came over and he was like, you better delete that. And you put that away right now. And it was like, oh, you actually I had tried. the balls I tried. to. I've been out clubbing in Miami all night. Of course I tried. Oh my God. She's insane. And so. The cartel uh, will get you there. Maybe. Tried it at that time. They, that was or the mob. They I were, don't know. They might've tried to steal me and then you should have been like i'm just trying to document for practicing later yeah but when i when you walk inside the whole back wall is like a big screen of video i I keep yawning i'm sorry oh it's okay um a whole big wall and i swear it was like doing flashes of like porn or sex and like in in it but it was no it was like subliminal messages seriously it's like you would see words flash but it was such a millisecond you couldn't even read it but you know your brain was processing it so i quit looking at the screen because it was literally fucking me up like i just couldn't handle it she's like they're trying to talk us in to go into the back i don't know (laughs) what they're doing i don't know what they're doing but i'm not looking at the screen i mean it was too much for me i would have been like (laughs) yeah she would and i would have been over there like you'd be like don't look Daydream, we gotta go you know she's like it's so, so pretty yeah and i'm i'm like no stop Listen, looking at if it. there's ever a trail of glitter guess who's gonna follow it so yeah and then uh there was you walk down into the pit like the, the when you walk in i guess you're on the second story then it goes up one and it goes down we walk down into the vip area oh and then there on an, another stage there was one stripper on the pole two dancing on the small little stage that were right next to it mm-hmm. like it was like a circle and then there was four guys with trash bags yeah scraping and in the like money. this huge yeah like one of those cane that they like used to pull people yeah. off the stage with literally just raking, raking it in money i so i've never seen so much money in my entire life it was like the ground was just yeah. covered and they couldn't they couldn't clean it up fast enough isn't that why that is yes. just maybe we should do it and this one once ball, a month I cannot do it. Shit. I hope you hope you like thicker mills. They do. That's where I would be better off on OnlyFans. No. Listen. I can't hold my shit up there on a pole. Last time I well, I can't say I'd give you a little shimmy. I was struggling this morning when I was doing pull-ups on a pole. I was gonna say (laughs) put your pants on. (laughs) That too. Had to do lots of squatting and wiggling. Oh, yeah. <gasps> but this woman, she was just so amazing. She was coming down upside down, holding on like and then well, there was then a, she deserves all that cash. I know. And I just was like, sorry, sir. I've never seen a woman be that strong and capable. I want to know her workout regimen. Yeah. Speaking of working out and you doing all of the things, oh. I am going to start doing it. Casey and I were talking about it. I guess hot works is the new thing. It ain't it ain't all that. She likes it. She like she likes it for now, and then this is my thing. I had a membership at Hotworks. No offense to the people that love Hotworks. No offense if we have a listener that works Worked. at one. Works at Hotworks. I don't know, but I did it, and I was like, I kind of love this. It's fifteen minutes. I get in, I get out. I've swept my ass off. I feel good. Cool. I started getting so bored. Yeah. Because they play the same trainer that has the personality of a rock the whole month. And so I'm like, Ugh, I need something that's going to like pull me yeah. there. Get me interested. Make the trainers fun. Do what freaking what's that Peloton Peloton did it right during COVID. And so I think that's what Hotworks needs to do. <laughs> do you want to take a break real fast? And we're back. I do have to tell you this. So mm-hmm. last night, Casey goes uh so i was gonna tell you about the new hot works or have you seen the new hot works place 
girl, I thought she said hot wings. <laughs> wings? I go, I, she's no, like, she's I like, like have you no tried hot. the new Hot Works? And it, I mean, given it's loud, we're in a football game. I go, yeah, that, that new hot wings place. Oh, I had it. They catered at the casino event. What I was hot like, wings oh, place are you speaking about? There's a brand new one right next oh. to the hot works. <laughs> is it? Right yes. And hot she goes, hot, wor- hot wings with hot works. They should do that. For like she goes, promotion. catered. And I go, yeah. And she was like, at hot works? I was like, we're not talking about hot wings. And she was like, no. <laughs> I looked at her and go, I'm sorry. I guess I. I need to be working out. I heard hot wings. Yeah. So, goodness. It's fine. But anyone I, would make that mistake. <laughs> anyone hungry. We I, were hungry. Hey, I love me some wings. So. Me too. Well, and so I saw my ex lifting partner. I say mm-hmm. ex, not like that, but like the chick I used to lift with when yeah. I did all this stuff. Um, she cut Old Flame's hair this week. Oh, okay. And uh, she's Barber. Shout out to Untamed Barber and Rockwall. But um, she's a badass. And I was like, tell him how strong I used to be and he's like it's what are you like it's it's okay and I'm like okay but I was strong and I was fit and so she likes to remind me of that all the time and I'm like Lauren I know we all were and so I'm like (laughs) I'm gonna get back into it I miss here's what I like I miss it too here's what I miss about working out um I liked being able to go in it being fast and hard and furious where it was so hard that I couldn't think about anything else. It was like purging yeah. and I don't like having to come up with my own workouts. I don't like having to like no. think of it. I want somebody to tell me what to do yep. and get it done. Mm-hmm. And so that is where I'm at. I think I'm going to start very, very soon. I'm ready. My knee is healed enough. We got to do it. Yeah. I think it'd be good. You'll feel better. Yeah, I need to. Honestly, I've been doing minimal workout today was the only time I worked out this week but um I want to do more because I'm definitely feeling I was even telling Mr. Callie earlier like I just feel bleh yeah you know yeah and it doesn't matter like I really I don't eat all that bad I, I'm not a big drinker like I do eat at different times that I probably shouldn't but at the same time I'm like well, I don't I shouldn't be feeling this way it's like it doesn't matter what I eat I feel bloated immediately yeah and I don't get it but I know what it is the yeast yeast I think I have a yeasty gut <laughs> it's a thing it is a thing um yeah I mean I partly why I want to work out is just like the mental clarity being kind of getting it done I remember yeah. feeling real accomplished mm-hmm. um I also miss not feeling so uh, just feeling healthier and yeah. better all together. Old Flame's trying to gain 10 pounds. And I said, oh, well, I'm trying to lose. I said, we'll start with 15. Is that not annoying or what? He's trying. We're trying to gain weight. Okay. Just keep making us those cobblers. He makes all the sweets in the entire world. Listen, I would not complain. Well, not one bit. I'd be like. But then he brings them to bring me. Bring them to mama. No, he's all like, here's some cookies. Here's some an ice cream sundae here's some cobbler and then while i'm eating it like i'm like like a little kid like he's like yeah desserts make us very happy (laughs) he's all like uh yeah so you know i I think i'm gonna like i'm gonna try to gain 10 i go well no kidding you should be doubling up on your portions and stop bringing me this shit because i'm trying to lose weight but then he offered lemon cake (gasps) Don't tempt us with a lemon cake, sir. Yeah, we made a blueberry lemon thing. We had a bake off. I forgot to add the milk. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Even I don't know even know. What, I don't know what, what to, to say. say to that. I know it's really. I've stopped. I went back and added it, but, oh. but it wasn't. I mean, no. This sounds like a train wreck. Well, I, I got emotional in Hobby Lobby yesterday. Why? I'll tell you. I'll get to that, but. I was. Emotional. I just got hungry talking about it. Sorry. I know. No, it's it's, it's real it's, thing. It's in it's in relation to, but I I got real upset in Hobby Lobby. I had a little breakdown, so I called Mister Callie, and while on the phone with him, I said, "All I want to do is lay in my bed and eat chocolate chip cookies." <laughs> <laughs> And I literally 
Preach girl. Preach. It was the cry, y'all, that like snot. I could feel the snot coming out. Was it like bubbling? No, I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom and blow my nose. There's a lot of snot. And he's like, just wipe it on your shirt. And I was like, I got a bodysuit on. Oh God! Poor and he's like, he's like, you love those bodysuits. I was like, I know. <laughs> no, the reason I started crying is because I think my body mentally is like it keeps me even kill all like for like a week, seven days straight, and then I'll have a day like yesterday that I walked into Hobby Lobby and it was like three o'clock, and I'm just perusing you know I have my list of what I came to get which was for crafting and y'all as I'm walking down the aisles I just realized how quiet it was in Hobby Lobby like it was so quiet and they were playing like this pretty instrumental music and I lost it because I was like this is the only silence I've had in weeks and I just started crying (laughs) I know I know and then I called because I mean it has been like a culture shock for me because I mean yes I'm used to them but I'm not used to them I feel like you kind of started understanding me yeah (laughs) well and I I feel like a lot of my mom friends because like literally Lauren Autumn my sister-in-law can come into my office area when I'm working and I can't focus because there's two dogs over here wrestling. There's children screaming in the background. There's just things everywhere. And she is just having a serious conversation with me. And I, I finally looked at her and I was like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't even focus right now because of all that's going on. And that explains motherhood perfectly. It really does. You just learn to ignore it. <laughs> well, and you, you do, you just kind of get to this point where it's like, if the sound of your children screaming and crying becomes a second, your nerves get shot so much that yeah. you're just like, well, here it is. I, I lost it on my little Ken Ken last night um, because there was a lot of sc- high pitched screaming happening. Mm-hmm. So I marched upstairs and I was like, I am done. Oh, I think I was on the phone with you. Yes. Okay. You probably were. And she had. Because I remember this. I was was like, I'm sorry, Lauren. I got to let you go because I'm about to lose it. But they just make little messes. And she had taken a whole thing of Nerf darts and dumped them on the ground. And I'm like, that is it. You're too loud. You make messes for no reason. And you're picking all this up. Yeah. She still was giving me the silent treatment this morning. (laughs) Oh, she probably was mad. She was so mad at me. Oh, well, I know. And it's hard. And like we were talking about working from home and summer and all of this stuff. And so it's like when you're trying so hard and then I've gotten aware, like I'll, I have to block it all out. So then the girls get mad because they'll try to ask me a question or talk to me, but I've gotten to where I tune them out so much that I don't even hear them. And they're like, mom, you're not even listening. I'm like, yeah, because every other word out of your mouth is y'all fighting or arguing. Yeah. And so I just don't listen to any of it. Tune you out. Yeah, but it's also very painful. Otherwise, I'd be an insane, crazy person. And y'all don't listen to me. I was telling Old Flame because he's been at the house, you know, a lot lately. And he's like, I was like, do you understand now? Do you understand why, like, I'm a little crazy because I have children? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I just don't listen to him. I'm like, yeah, I don't get that. I understand. I don't get that. I just, I think my family has realized, like, when Dee Dee has her door shut, we all just need to leave her alone because yeah. that's her creating space. <laughs> yeah, I because he's been there and the girls and, and everything is fine. But I I feel like in life is so busy that I've started calling the bathroom my timeout, my timeout tub. Mm-hmm. And so and the girls are like, mom's always done that. She goes to the bathroom for a long time. I'm not even going to the bathroom. I'm just having some quiet. That's yeah, the only place that I, I can be it. alone and nobody's messing with me. I'm already hiding food. I'm not even mom yet. <laughs> You got to. You do. I say, these are my snacks. Keep your little paws off of them. Get out of my snacks. Yeah. Well, um, so, you know, I'm having to replenish all my furniture. Yes. Because everything was lost. Went down with the ship. And uh, sadly, all my furniture was beautiful antique pieces that I had purchased and refinished myself. It's a little hobby I enjoy. 
So lost all those pieces, which meant a lot to me. Um, but so I had already purchased two new, not two. I have purchased one nightstand and then I was going to get the dresser later. It's expensive. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I'll just get it later when I can afford it. Well, I decided to get on uh, marketplace and just look up like antique furniture. And I found this 1970s solid wood antique, um, dresser that's awesome and it matches my new nightstand and it's in Lawton Oklahoma and Russell and I are driving down there tomorrow love it he's literally driving me a six-hour round trip to To go get it but you know what thousand dollars for some shitty new dresser or 300 for this antique gym that was built right yeah I agree I think it's a great move I mean that's it's exciting. So you're going tomorrow? We are going to Lawton, Oklahoma. I didn't expect to leave as early as Russell's planning because he's like, day, we're leaving at 6 a.m. And I was like, um, okay. Okay. You know, I love a road trip when I can leave in the morning. Yeah. That's what he said. And I was like, no, I didn't. But now I do. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> I'll bring the peach rings. Just kidding. He hates those. I might do it just to fuck with uh, him. You should. I, I 100% when, I, when we were it. little, peach rings would make him, I, think, I guess he got sick after eating them one time, so they would make him nauseous. So you better believe every time we got in the car and stopped at a gas station, I got peach rings. You would. <laughs> that is like, such a sister move. Mom, take Trace breathing on me. What's that peach ring? I probably was. I was like. <sighs> That's so funny. So yeah, we're doing that tomorrow. Oh. I just hit myself in the face with the microphone. But while we're there, he said, we got to go to visit this Indian grave. Really? And I was like, in Lawton, Oklahoma? And he's like, yeah, just the most badass of all Indians is buried in Lawton, Oklahoma. Which Indian? I looked up his name earlier. Let me find it. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. You know, tomorrow is a, uh, is my daughter's. Oh yeah, birthday. She's gonna be twelve, so she's getting big. I know. His name. You ready for this? Is Geronimo? Oh yeah. You don't know. I know about Geronimo. I didn't know about Geronimo. I knew the the group of Indians that. that he. Yeah, it says the gravesite of Geronimo, his wife Zaya, and daughter Eva Geronimo godly are in the apache indian ceremony ceremony are in the apache indian cemetery inside fort sill in lawton oklahoma february 17th 1909 here hold on get it he died of pneumonia though he was a badass and pneumonia took him out i mean i knew the apache indians you didn't want to fuck with them Cause weren't they the one? Them and the Comanche are the ones that would scalp Apaches you. were badasses. Yes, and so Russell said he ended up making a deal. There he is. Yeah, I forgot what he did. Um, I think he, but he was a huge part of like the revolution stuff and like the Indians. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's pretty. No, amazing. he was a, and that's why I was like, God, he looks like so chill. Yeah, well, he but will. apparently he could take you out. With, right. I wonder what his. I wonder what his. Uh, preference his weapon preference probably no in the time that's stereotyping they had guns at this point (laughs) you were just talking about them scalping people they did so what they also used tomahawks (laughs) that's not the only thing they had though no no i'm not saying you said honestly i'm teasing you because actually his weapon of choice because russell told me (laughs) i will say because I'm talking out loud, just like I was just doing. Russell's a history buff. And so he hears me talking and he's like, I said, you know, I wonder what his weapon of choice was. And he was like, well, it was his bow and arrow day. And he goes, see, I'll show you. And he pulls up a picture and he's literally posing with his bow and arrow. And I was like, yeah, that was going to be the second thing. Uh, bow and arrows. We used to go hunting for those when I was a kid. Yeah, the arrowheads. Mm hmm. It's very cool if we can find them. Um, my my real dad has a shadow box with that all means the ones it's that are probably caught. been in someone's body. I mean, maybe I never thought an of it animal, that way. definitely, or a human at war, <laughs> probably. 
Anyways. Well, that's really neat. That's what's happening tomorrow. I like it. Tomorrow <laughs> I'm celebrating my baby's birthday. And uh, baking old, a cake. Old Flame, yeah. We're going to make a Neapolitan vanilla chocolate and strawberry. Don't talk about it. It's going to make me hungry. I know. That's. I told him I'd start this real heavy diet. I'm working out next week. Oh, shit. I don't like the diet part. I feel like if I worked out more, I wouldn't have to worry about the diet. But then they say abs are made in the kitchen. Yeah, well, and after 30, you know. Oh, after 30, it is. I don't know what it is. 30, 30. But it ain't good. Yeah. So I. Does you dirty. (laughs) Does you dirty when you turn 30. 30 does you dirty. (laughs) For show. And so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's all talking about it. I'm like, can you just stop with this? Because I need no more sweets. No more. I, I, he can still make me gluten-free peach cobbler because it was really good. It was so good. Um, um, actually, he's not. So, you know, last week I shared some things as far as like. I don't think anyone knew exactly who you were I was just to. talking about communication <laughs> and about like things. And it's I think it's so interesting how in communication people like. Obviously, we've gotten to know each other. We know each other, I'd, I'd say, closest of tears, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so we know if so our tone or something is off. But, like, when people don't know you like that, sometimes... They don't pick up what you're putting down. Yeah. And they're, like, think that you mean something completely different. And it's just... It's... Or yeah. vice versa. And they could literally be saying one thing at you... And you hear something completely different through oh, your absolutely. filters. Tone, everything and plays a part. The four T's, tact, tone, truth, and timing. And uh, haven't heard about those in a while. I know. Well, I needed a reminder and he needed a reminder. He didn't even know. So he got a lesson and we talked about it. And I said, we it's not. like hang those up in your house somewhere. I, I need to. But it was like, it's not even about what you're saying. It's how you're saying it. Exactly. And men and women differ so much in that. Mm -hmm, And it's been a while since I've communicated with a man intimately uh, other than my like dad, because he's probably the only person who could talk to me kind of like that. And I feel (laughs) (laughs) that I'll listen to. And uh, and so like we started to I was really proud of myself. So we we got on the same page about things, but it was because I said, here's what I would like. Just to make sure I'm understanding you clearly. I was using all my tools that I've been learning. I was so excited. Therapist I was like, Lauren came out. Yeah. When you, I feel, I said, if you could, if you could rephrase your sentences to me to sound like when you blank, I feel blank. And I probably said like three or four Did times. Did he put his head through a wall? No, we, he did it. I'm so, so proud. he's done it since you requested the shift in communication. He's and it's done changed that. everything because now I, I mean, things weren't bad before, but it's about understanding Ooh. each other. Not only is it about communicating well, but it's also making sure you understand well. And, yeah, and so, sure. uh, anyway, no, all of that's been really good. And mm-hmm. it's, I guess like, this is what being an adult and oh, no. is. Cause I have an update for you as well. Technically, I've kind of told you, yeah, but I haven't told our listeners. But um, obviously, y'all remember Mr. Callie as being the one that blatantly called me a cum dumpster. Okay, we can stop saying it. <laughs> You're welcome, Mr. Callie. I'm sorry, but he was. And I'm not making an excuse for him. He, nothing makes what was said right. But I will say that when we were communicating about what he was upset about in that moment, I was just literally kind of blowing him off. Like I was like, okay, whatever. I'm sorry. My bad. You know, just mm-hmm. being an ass. Cause I don't like to be lectured ever. And that's what kind of made him go yeah. over the edge of anger. Right. Um, not that there's an excuse, but him and I have talked, we have communicated, we have spent time together. He has been there for me tenfold since everything that happened just, very consistent and um he's asked me to give it a go Ooh, i know and he was like i need to hear you say it because he's a taurus <laughs> i understand yeah, i he, told her that i go um well i'm telling you we like very clear terms and so well he, he uh, y- y'all do y'all do 100 percent, and clear communication in general and i i feel like i'm a good communicator maybe i'm not like, I think I communicate 
well on things that I want to communicate about. But when it comes to like relationships, I mean, uh, he, uh, he's not wrong. Like he, I do have to say it out loud and I do have to tell myself, you are the only person I am talking to. Otherwise I leave that door open to accept communication from other men or have one foot in one foot out. And I told him out loud, okay, well, it's, it's like, (laughs) The thing is, is that (laughs) when you say it out loud, it makes it, it makes it clear for you and him. It also for yourself, it Mm -hmm. solidifies that you are now committing to something, to trying something that you are going to be doing that. And that's really scary. And I think that, you know, and it's a lot, a lot of people, um, Gemini's, uh, you know, I'm just teasing, (laughs) Sometimes they have a hard time with that because, and I was talking about this earlier, it's the, it's scary sometimes to try because, and it's scary sometimes to commit to things, even if it's something that you want, Mm -hmm. because you know that by entering into a committed relationship or moving in that direction or giving something a chance, one, if you don't try the the possibility of it failing greatly increase. Mm -hmm. So I think it's scary to be like, okay, we're doing this. Like, here yeah. we go. Even it if it's what scary. you want, you know? And, and I don't even know if it is what I want. That's but I the mean, thing is it, I think I'm so going through the motions right now. But that is another reason because, you know, I also had to tell Mr. Bear recently, like, I can't do this right now. But my thing is I told Mr. Callie the exact same thing. Like, I am mentally not available at this time to do all this and you know what he said that's fun I'll pick up the slack and whenever you're in a better place you'll pick up the slack like he immediately was like that's okay well he's like I'm not leaving you in this place yeah and I'm gonna be there for you and he has shown that and so I give him kudos for that um and I what I was meaning was even if you're not sure if it's what you want you know logically that it is a step in the right direction towards Mm -hmm. the life and things that you want yeah and so that's why it is a good thing. You know, Old Flame and I have been going through that. And uh, because both of us started out saying no relationship, right? We we weren't going to do that. It was not going to be the thing. And then it was friends with benefits. And now it was okay. Now we have feelings. And now here we are. And, you know, he's, we're, we're together, even though we don't, like, we're both kind of had this unclear, we knew we weren't sleeping with anyone else. And then it was like, okay, well, now there's feelings. But I think that what it is, is sometimes... It's that fear of failure that keeps you from like, like, well, things you can get kind of, mm-hmm. what, do, what do they call it, jaded or scorned? Like yeah. you kind of get to where the, you expect things to not work out. Mm-hmm. And so it's scary to try because you're like, yeah. okay, even if it's all, it's all good things. Yeah. So kudos to you for trying. Kudos to Mr. Kelly for being uh, getting consistent. the best girl out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, getting who I consider to be one of the best girls around, but also for <laughs> accepting her and um, owning your shit and trying to do better and uh, being and taking initiative on everything. Because yeah, right taking now the I'm lead. like, no, I can't. Well, and if so, it was left up to you, it wouldn't be happening. It wouldn't. So. And, and it's not because I didn't care about him. It's just. Yeah. I, I'm not in a place You're to not like in that make place. it happen, but he's like, I'm not letting, now that I got you where you are, I'm, you know what? We don't have to pull closer, but I'm not letting you further away. hundred percent. Yeah. Like he basically was like, I'm not going months without seeing you. Like we're yeah. going to set dates. We're going to get them on the calendar. Like he was doing yeah. all that. Well, and he made like, you a priority. He did. And that's what I, that's what I was like. You know what? I wouldn't put myself out there and be allowing this. If the, someone wasn't just like, no, this is what's yeah. happening and I'm going to make you be with me. <laughs> right. Well, so. and I think honestly, and kind of to go back to the communication uh, conversation, whenever you were talking about like you thought you were a really good communicator, but maybe you're not that that great. Yeah. I want you to know that I, too, have been having a lot of those moments mm-hmm. and moments and things that I get frustrated with him about. And then in, in turn, it's like when I listen which apparently i need a i listen but i need a what he said in conversations pertaining to you mm-hmm. and then my stuff that i've been through mm-hmm. like 
well, he made the comment that he doesn't like talking to me. And we were in the middle of this. And he's like, this is why I don't like to talk to you. And he said about this stuff. And, you know, this is why I like about you. I don't like to talk to you about you is what he said. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, you know, and I get super defensive. Is that how you say it? No, I mean, but it's not. What does that That's man? what brain Lauren says. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, excuse me. And but uh, but then like the trauma sad little girl on the inside goes you don't like talking to me at all and he's like oh my god I didn't say I don't like you I didn't say that I don't like you or want to I'm not talking about you as a person I'm talking about in this exact situation and moment this is what I'm talking about but then you bring all of this shit into it Mm -hmm. and you make it apply it just because I said it here does not mean that it blankets everything else I'm like okay but to me it does and like I realized <laughs> recently that it, maybe that's not the best operating system. No, I wouldn't. <sighs> but it's been a while since I've had to communicate with a man that I care about about anything because when you're coming out of a relationship with a narcissist and a sociopath and an abusive person, mm-hmm. they were making blanket statements and things. Well, yeah, and I think um, Satan. Like he did a lot of things where he would get mad at you and immediately bring up everything. Well, and everything had a little bit of, yeah. And so in my mind, it is a trauma response. So you immediately think that's where he's going. Yeah. He's going to try to bring up all the, you know. Yeah. Or that he's saying because... he's saying it about me and so that's why when I joke around and I said I said please communicate to me in a way of like when you I feel I said because I'm open to constructive criticism I've always been one of those people that I try to uh, be where you can tell me I need to work on something Mm -hmm. it does matter how you tell me uh, obviously Um, catch her when she's stoned I'm just kidding (laughs) no you can come to me from a place of respect come to me where we focus on the action not on me as a person and as i'm healing through things with from after satan it is and it my therapist said it is going to take a very patient calm man who will be able to work through some of this shit trust me be able to handle you (laughs) and old flame i probably like a lot of times recently i've started to become aware of it i'm like oh that's what he's talking about or like oh well, shit I'm it doing makes it. it on your mind so then you're like aware of it do that? and i talked to my sister about it the other day we had breakfast and she's like yeah having a partner that holds you accountable but mm-hmm. also honest with yourself but is does it from a place of care and concern yeah. then that that is care and concern. And because I've been you know, so used to it being abuse. And it, I mean, I know it, I know it's probably hard, but it's like everything else. I, it just anyway, it really has made me start to process and be like, OK, communication is so many different things. Mm-hmm. Relationships and, and this aspect, you know, I'm proud of you for recognizing where you are emotionally and where yeah. and him being where he is. And same thing for Old Flame. I wanted to say that because it's taken it's. It's like a big, ugly mirror that sometimes I'm like, I can't put the pretty filter on and go, well, shit, I do do that, huh? That sucks. Sorry, my bad. And then I've been like, I've been apologizing to my kids a lot lately. Like, oh, hey. Stop that. Don't mean to you be all. You owe them an apology. They're 10 and 11, almost 12. For being a little asshole sometimes. But I tell them. I mean, do they apologize for being assholes? We've started to. They're all apologizing for being assholes. We are. Asshole. I'd gotten my hair done last week, uh, which, honest opinion, center part. Obviously, headphones. I love it. I, everyone's like, is that a I change? I really didn't notice a huge difference. That's what everybody says. No, it looks good. But, I can notice in the camera, but not like staring at you. And we person. got that. Anyway, my daughter, speaking of apologizing, she goes, yeah, are you like trying to and like do that? And it made me cry. <gasps> I cried. I did. Did and she know she made you cry? Yeah. So I went outside and he was there and I was, he's like, are you, are you, are you crying? And I was like, I had yeah. lost it. I'm like, you asshole. Yeah. I didn't say anything. And which, uh, which one was this? The older or the younger oldest? one? And so, and then she like told me what I was going to go do and for her. And, uh, 
he was like, yeah, I mean, I didn't like it. That's why I came Wait, outside. So what did you say when so she he goes, told you what you were going to do for her? What did you say? Well, like in our communication as, oh, like, oh, and you're going to take me here and we're going to do this and da, 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 da. And uh, so I went outside, like I was like all like sad about it. And uh, rightfully so. Yes. But he was so unemotional. He was like, well, you should go tell her that I hurt your feelings and I made you cry. And I'm like, no, I'm not going. And he's like... <laughs> He's like, oh my God. he's like, what? I was like, I don't want to know she hurt my feelings. He goes, you're always saying you're trying to teach them right and wrong and how to not be little assholes. You should go tell her that. And so I went in there. I was like, I just want you to know that I didn't appreciate it. And I would never say ooh to you after you getting your hair done and things like that. What and she, she almost, she was like, so she was like, oh, mama, I'm sorry. I didn't mean she to. She should have cried. She did. She was like there. Good. And so, but it's, I love you, but no ma'am. But she was like, I was just playing with you. And I didn't, but I'm they like, do, they do. And kids are all like, uh, my little nephew does it too. Whenever they're like, ew, that's disgusting. Or they're so dramatic in everything that they say now and it's like okay are you just being a dick like Brett was being a dick this morning are you just being a dick or is this like you joking because I can't tell yeah and you do and you feel kind of gang- like but that's ganged an up example on. of the tone you right know? exactly it's like, don't talk to me like that and that's not funny to joke about I mean right she would get her feelings if someone joked with her about that I know and I try to tell them don't make fun of I mean their kids are going to make jokes and tease and I was like you don't make fun of somebody for something that they can't change in five minutes or less like if I can't go lose 30 pounds in five minutes don't sit here and be like blubber fat I mean and not that you would ever say that to me but no, that would never cross my <laughs> blubber fat would never but <laughs> what but I that was the first thing i could think of like uh you know but like or you like oh you have some crap on your face that's a lot different than like yeah, you got you, something in your teeth like, oh, oh. you're losing all your hair you know it's <laughs> something and mm-hmm. so just little jerks they are you have to teach kids all the time yeah. not to be assholes i did i said the rut this morning i said when did you turn from being my sweet little rut to this asshole who are you i know he just took a bite of his bagel and just chewed slower and stared at me with this look and i'm like oh my god y'all are awful well look at my puppies who love me yeah exactly i i'm not it's poor timing but i i mean i do go to church we go to church and Mm -hmm. listen more frequently um hallelujah praise the lord praise the lord uh (laughs) he loves sinners he loves us all and uh yes mom even me and oh God. <laughs> I'm teasing. Sorry. But he did. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, the preacher said, you know what? You don't have to teach kids how to be bad. Like they just naturally. Yeah, they like, do. They na- learn you know? how to be assholes. But you know what I say? I was like, oh, my God, you're acting like my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you sure are your daddy, son. <laughs> Those are the genetics coming through. <laughs> right. I know it. But it is. It's been really interesting having another person there and like the communication and the stuff. And but like it's it's helping, but it's also a change whenever it's real easy to think that you're perfect when you don't have anyone else constantly. Yeah. Uh, witnessing things like what? you like your behaviors like when you oh, when you move yeah, in, like no, you, when you can't get away from them. Yeah. Or like, you know, now that you've moved in with your your family. Yeah. Y'all are probably getting to know each other and getting way more comfortable. Honestly, the sad part is, is we're too comfortable. And so I already know all the things. And so then it's just like, this is why I don't live with you. Yeah. Well, I meant like with your nephew and like, just yeah. pe- like you get to see things. You're like, Damn. I know. No, they always show that side. But well, apparently I, I didn't know because everyone around me is so supportive and tells me how great I am. I didn't know I had any faults. Who knew? I mean, I'm not with you all the time. So he might see things that I don't. I'm teasing. Don't oh. say that. I'm great. <laughs> I mean, I think you're great. I think I'm great. I know I have some th- things, though. Oh, I know. I for sure do. That's what I was talking about in our yeah. episode. I know I can be a little stubborn. I know sometimes. But I think it's good. Th- this is this is what I think as far as like generational differences. Millennials in general, I just think we are better and more open minded to like, you know, therapy and and talking more about our feelings and being open minded to, okay, maybe there is something wrong with me and I need to make a shift or a change or whatever. But I think the frustration is for us when we're trying to communicate sometimes with 
people that we love that are older yeah, and that are in a different generation. And it's like, you can't make that connection because, or like people with that kind of the old mindset, just that old school mindset, yeah. which is fun. I mean, there's nothing wrong with there's it. There's nothing wrong with it, but work, working and family and like all the exposure I've had to the different generations yes. is like, there's very much a difference because of how, you know, social media and technology everything. and everything's evolved. And so I can see, I think it's a positive thing that we can well self recognize um, rather than think saying it's not me, it's you. Oh yeah. No, where <laughs> I that is one thing I do do and I do do very well and you do it well. I'm glad you do do well. I do 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 it do do it well. And uh <laughs> and that is self reflection and once I'm aware of it, I actively try to yeah. work on it. Uh and I can also be accountable. Self accountability and self acceptance I think is one of the greatest things uh that characteristics a person can have or bring to the table. Yeah. Um because you know, and when I say self acceptance, it doesn't mean just accepting, well, that's just the way I am. I'm an asshole or I'm I'm stubborn. Yes, I know I'm stubborn. And yes, sometimes I think I am right. A lot. Uh, and it doesn't mean what I, what I, you want to know was something I just figured out for the first time, light bulb in my life. And this is going to sound terrible. What? what if I don't know? When I am so insistent that I am right, I'm saying the, uh, I'm making the other person feel like they are wrong. And I never thought about but what it. What if they are wrong? They are wrong. But I never in my mind, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I never in my mind, thought about it that way how i was making the other that this is terrible but it's true i would be like like we kind of had a debate about snoring Mm -hmm. you said you snore and i was like no i don't and he's like how do you know you're sleeping a little bit and i said well you because i've asked you and i've slept next to people and i was like i mean i slept next to daydre on our trip and she said like there was only a period of time like when i'm real tired if i've had too much to drink but she's also made the comment that like i don't make a peep we both you know i said so i've had people tell me both that i'm a heavy breather and then but Alyssa is mean about it oh damn it my oldest is mean about it and she'd be like you're so low because I hear you though the room like oh, so dramatic that is not true and I got so offended I don't blame I mean I was no. like I was like no I don't I don't do that well don't get offended well not offended but I mean like adamant I was well, like you know I know I don't dramatic do that whenever they come well through. Old Flame said, well, actually, because he was talking about how he had wake me up from snoring. He said yeah. he tried to roll me over. He was like, he said he had to. He, you were snoring that loud that he had he to He said he couldn't, figure, <laughs> he couldn't tell if it was me or Zoe, that it was almost like a continuous snore. That it was Zoe. And I said that, too. I said, no, I know what you're talking about. It wasn't me. It's Zoe. And I said, because I've had a, an app thing. And he's like, I'm telling you, you do. You have. And I said, but you've also told me that I make little baby snores and I just breathe heavy. And now I snore like Zoe. I mean, I was, you know, you, well, you already did know. y'all confirm if it was you or Zoe? So anyway, he's like, that is why I had to wake you up. And then you said, no, I'm not sleeping. I'm not asleep. And I was like, okay, well, I don't remember that. And he's like, you do do like, that whenever you're, you're very clearly asleep. <laughs> I don't, I'm not asleep. I'm not asleep. And so no, I'm awake. I'm still watching the movie. Yeah. So all of this being said, I ended up being like, like I thought about it for a little bit. And then when we were going to sleep, I said, well, if I snore like that, record me. No. Well, why didn't it, you tell me <laughs> when I asked you, because he said, I'll record you. I said, no, don't do that. Which, oh my God, I kind of want to hear it. No. Well, and part of the reason why I didn't want him to, and it's just because trauma of my ex and phones and sleeping stuff. No, he has to just, no, it. but he goes, what if I record you? And I said, no, I don't want you to. And he goes, well, stop saying that you don't snore because I'm telling you that you do. And I woke you up and you snore like the dog, whether you oh, want. No, and I Lord. and I was like, do you need to have a sleep app machine? I said that. I said, well, do I have sleep apnea? And he goes, no, it's you not like that. You should do a sleep study. No, and he said it's, so anyway, so this whole communication thing is happening. I get pissed because I'm like, I have slept next to so many people, not like that, but like friends, you know, <laughs> 
Damn. Yeah, she has. I think I've told him 50. And I, 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 I was like, I've slept next to like 50 people in my entire life, at least. And it was like, and they have not told me, like, when I asked him, he's Is like, that's your number? No, no. <laughs> like, family people. He, You know what he said? He goes, yeah, they probably didn't want to tell you because they didn't want to deal with this. And I was like, <laughs> that's so true. What is that? He's like, they were pacifying you, Lauren. So do you want do you want me to pacify you, you like or do you want me to tell noise? you the truth? Because I've you, ne- I have never heard you snore like that. Well, anyway, all of this brought back a lot of self-reflection on the fact that I was like, what do you mean pacify Wait, me? So we're still waiting to hear if you snored like that. He said, anyway, it all came out that only sometimes do I snore like the dog, but not very often. And the, here's the thing. And I'm this to come back because we are going to jump out all over the place, but we're staying in the same ball field is this generation I want to have these moments. They are uncomfortable, but they are growth. And if they are communicated to me in a right and healthy way, I'm going to receive them because I don't want to make my children feel that way. And I don't want to come across. My mom was way too defensive all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I try to do it in some ways and I've done well, but there are always those moments of self-reflection where I'm like, okay, well, if this is not a great thing, I can change this. I can work on this. Um, And so I am trying to do that because I don't want to make my children feel that way. And I don't want to be too defensive. Uh, I don't, I don't want to come across that way. I don't want to make other people feel that way. And when I care about them, y'all are the most important people to me. And I don't, you know, well, I'm glad that y'all have, gotten on the same page and are communicating well and yeah same for you and mr kelly for sure for sure for sure i guess may i mean for now you know you're doing something that is healthy for you so we both are (sighs) but it is Mm -hmm. the last day of the month and we got things to do and people to see and so i do hope you'll have a good rest of the week and We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Meow, 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 meow.